E2i Design is a full solutions provider for all things audio, video, lighting, and broadcast. Whether it be design, installation, or offering gear for a great price, E2i Design supports you by providing the right tools for the job. Look them up on Facebook or Instagram at E2i Design or visit their website, E2iDesign.com. Each year, one in three seniors dies with Alzheimer's or another dementia. More than 6 million Americans are living with Alzheimer's. And in 2020, COVID-19 contributed to a 17% increase in Alzheimer's and dementia deaths. It kills more people than breast cancer and prostate cancer combined. In 2022, Alzheimer's and other dementias will cost the nation $321 billion. By 2050, these costs could rise to nearly $1 trillion. That's where you come in. The Walk to End Alzheimer's is an annual effort to raise awareness, defray costs, and and increase research funding of this deadly disease. Get involved by starting a walk team today. It's free and just might save a life. Find out more at alz.org. That's alz.org. Episode 308 of the Motor City HDJ podcast is a summary summary. And yeah, summer is quickly coming to an end. It has officially been one of the busiest summers on record for me and Motor City HDJ. It's been so busy, in fact, and instead of trying to just cram an update into an episode with another topic, I decided maybe I should spend an entire episode talking about this amazingly wonderful and busy summer I've had. Before I do that, though, I have to thank E2i Design for their continued support of this podcast. They are my one and only amazing sponsor. Find them on their website, e2idesign.com, or social media at E2i Design. This is the summary summary, which is episode 308 of the Motor City HDJ podcast, and it starts right now. Hello again, Motor City. It's your DJ, Brett Cummins. The smell of school bus exhaust is in the air as summer draws to a close. Ah, yes. You smell that? Yeah, you're probably sitting behind the bus right now, aren't you? Listening to this podcast in your car. (laughs) How was your summer? I hope yours was just as eventful as mine was. It has been an amazing four months since we last talked. And to be candid, I had this whole episode planned out about wedding elements we've been doing for ages that just don't seem to carry much weight anymore. I was really, really set on making this episode about that stuff. Then I thought about it, and it just didn't feel like the right time. It wasn't the right time, because I've had one of the most wonderfully busy summers on record in the 24 years that I've been doing this. So today, I wanted to put the focus back on you, wonderful couples that have trusted me in Motor City HDJ to play such a small part of your big day. That's what we're going to talk about. It is all couples for this episode. Now, just as a point of context, I've, I've prefaced it quite a few times to this point. If you've listened to this show for any length of time, you know that I've talked about this a few times. But the reason you haven't heard from me in four months is because I have been extremely busy with Motor City HDJ. I really do want to do more of the podcast because of the way it reaches you in that different way. I, you know, podcast, I know there's tons of podcasts out there. Everybody seems to have a podcast. You know, there are thousands of podcasts about different things, but I believe from my research, from what I know, I am one of the only DJs, if not the only DJ in Michigan, doing a podcast in this form. So since Memorial Day, if I look back at my calendar, I, I looked at it and I've been averaging about one event per week. Now, there were some off weeks in there and I did have some double headers in the mix, 
There were actually even some weeks where I had a weekend doubleheader with another event in the middle of a week. So three events in a week. So yeah, your boy's been busy. But Brett, don't you get tired taking every single event that comes your way? I, uh, well, you know, that's a great question. And the answer is yes, but with a caveat. First, I don't just take every event that comes my way. I have a series of silly questions. If you're listening to this as past clients, you know I've got some silly questions on there. I've changed the questions over time, but I do have a series of silly questions that I ask on the information request form when you find out if I'm available for your event or not. It is those questions that determine whether or not my next call is one to connect with a couple or to let them know I may not be a good fit for the overall vision of their day. Oh yeah, that, that's where I'm at after all these years. I, I am truly fortunate to have reached a point where I know my style and based on a few questions that I ask a couple, I can tell quickly whether or not it's going to work out with us. Now, most of my business these days is coming from either people that have seen me play or people that know people who have seen me play. So the power of the referral has really brought me to where I am right now. And it is for that reason that I've come to understand how to set the right expectations with people. I've also done the math on how much people invest in my service, or rather how much it takes for people to invest in my service, multiplied by how many events per year I need to do in order to sustain, pay the bills, have a family, yada, yada, yada. So I really have had to work hard to get to this point. But on the contrary, no, I don't say yes to everyone. So I'm not actually taking every single event that comes my way. Second, and I've said this in other episodes, but I get physically tired of doing this, right? My my body itself gets tired. Now, my brain, my mind, my passion for doing what I do has never gotten tired, and it never will. I still feel after all these years, that if it were possible for me to get out there and play every single event in the world at the same time, I would. I have that kind of energy. In a perfect world, right, I would guarantee that every couple getting married wouldn't have to suffer with some high school hack or or some old-fashioned stickler that just doesn't get it, that doesn't understand the wedding experience. But yeah, you know, one of the greatest moments of an event day is when I get to hop back in the car and reflect on what's just happened. Over the last, you know, 12 hours, usually it runs about 12 hours from start to finish. But, you know, sure, the night's over, I get to go home, but I also begin to feel my muscles go back to where they were. And and that process is painful. You know, my back hurts from standing in one place all night. My feet are sore. I'm usually sweaty from all the energy that I've just expended. That and loading the car back up, those kinds of things. But it's worth it. It's all worth it. Every single ounce of sweat or throb of pain is worth all of this. The fun and excitement of wedding days, they take their physical toll on me, but I wouldn't trade them for the world. So with that in mind, use that as context to listen as I recount all of the fun that I had this summer. So here we go. June 9th was the best way to start the summer season. I I finally got to celebrate with my friends Ashley and Aaron at Golden Hawk Golf Club and Banquet Center in Casco, Michigan. Now, this was a new venue to me, and I was definitely happy to add it to my list of places I've played. Uh, They found me on Wedding Wire of, of all places on the internet. They booked me February 10th 
of 2019. I normally wouldn't talk about the date that a couple booked me, but if you think back to recent history, even the last three, four years, they, so booking me February 10th of 2019 means they had set a wedding date for 2020. It was supposed to be the normal length of time from booking to the bash, maybe a year and some change. Turns out, June 9th of 2020 was going to be the date. But then COVID showed up. Now, if you're not familiar with COVID, it was, yeah, right. Obviously, everyone, everyone knows what COVID was. And what started out as, you know, let's see what happens, turned into really making the right decisions in order to protect all of their friends and family. However, they were tired of waiting. And I don't blame them. They decided to get married on their originally planned date. And then soon after, they started their family. So three years later, we eventually got to throw the party on the day they would have gotten married. So they had to wait for the calendar to come back around. But it was such a great time. I was thrilled that they chose me in the first place. Even more thrilled that they decided to stick with me that long. That's a long time to wait, right? You plan this wedding, a global pandemic gets in the way, and they decided to stick it out. So congratulations to Ashley and Aaron. June 17th, I got to play for Alyssa and Dale. Thanks to Alyssa's mom, actually. She had seen me play somewhere. I, I went back and looked at the booking notes. I cannot remember, but they heard all the buzz from her, and then they wanted me to be part of their big day as well. So that was awesome how that worked out. The wedding was hosted at this super just, uh, I don't even know how to describe it. I mean, it's a backyard party, but it just had this wonderful down-home country energy there in Plymouth. The property was absolutely gorgeous, and uh, I, I cannot recall how big it was, but they had built this amazing bar, barn kind of thing behind the house that was the ideal setting for the party, like this one. And it's not just any bar, right? So it's not just like, um, you know, we got a wooden bar up here, we're going to put everything in coolers. No, no, no. This bar had six beers on a gorgeous tap wall, uh, craft stuff too. So like the two-hearted and, you know, the, the bells and founders of the world, they were on there. So TVs everywhere, just a stunning spot behind the house to hang out and have this party. And it was a perfect day. Their crowd was so much fun. I will say, admittedly, I haven't played that much country music in a while. So it was a nice change of pace, even though my ears were bleeding the whole time. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Totally kidding. Congratulations to Alyssa and Dale. June 24th, we celebrated Carly and Doug, and they attended a wedding. Turns out they found me uh, from a wedding that I played in Holland, and they got to see my work firsthand. So I headed back out to that side of the state to Hopkins, Michigan, to play a venue called Barn 1888, which was a first for me. And I'm all about supporting Michigan. I'm a Michigan-made kind of guy, so I definitely want to shout out my new friends Danielle and her husband Brian, who own this adorable property right between Grand Rapids and Kalamazoo. If you are looking for a barn, a rustic kind of venue, gorgeous, check out barn1888.com. They're also on Facebook, too, so give them a look and tell them Brett sent you. You'll get a free cookie. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but to Carly and Doug, hey, I mean, what more can I say? Th this party was electric and it was hot. The day was hot. The crowd was hot. The whole thing was so awesome, filled with amazing energy. And, um, you know, as the trend continues with the referral, 
with people seeing me play. I'm just always so much more comfortable playing a wedding where the clients have already, you know, test driven the whole thing. They know what to expect. So what a day. And again, congratulations to my friends, Carly and Doug. Before all of the excitement to come in the month of July, I was able to slip in a quick weekend getaway to New Orleans, and I took Rosanna down there for her 40th birthday. It was nice to get away without the kiddos. I ate way too much food, drank way too much amazing alcohol while I was down there. I highly recommend visiting the Sazerac Distillery that's there. It's right on Canal Street. Uh, I believe they've got one of the oldest distilleries, if not the oldest in the country. You've probably heard of the Sazerac Cocktail. So many amazing places up and down Bourbon Street. We even headed out to the Baton Rouge area to see the Myrtles Plantation. So much fun. And yeah, I, we've decided that the Big Easy is our new happy place. And so we cannot wait to get back there. Uh, but yeah, was able to kind of get away for a quick little vacay there in July down to New Orleans. July 10th, actually coming out of that weekend, I was back to Eagle Crest Golf Club in Ypsilanti for the 26th annual David E. Rutledge Charity Golf Outing. And I regret not spending enough time talking about the Alzheimer's Association, but this event specifically is, is one of the highlights of my year and the work that I do with the, uh, with the association. But uh, truly taking part in this fundraiser for the Washtenaw County Walk to End Alzheimer's with my pal Sue Prin, of course, David Rutledge, the namesake of this fundraiser and all of this amazing team. It's really the best way I can spend a Monday. I'm always humbled to be a part of this event. So walk season is right around the corner and uh, definitely they don't pay for this. They don't need to because I will always talk about this amazing organization. I encourage you with walk season around the corner, start a walk team or even register to volunteer at a walk event. You can visit alz.org, search your area and you can find out how to help. July 15th, I returned to Venue 111 in Holly, Michigan to celebrate Sarah and Drew thanks to Facebook. Another amazing couple at another amazing venue with amazing guests and energy and all of the synonyms that I can come up with for the word amazing. They have such a sweet little family, and I was thrilled to share this special day with them. The coolest thing about this wedding for me was that Drew, our groom, he had told me that he dabbled a little bit with music and singing, but never really did much with it, right? So, uh, you know, he's got the voice, he's got the talent, but just not that confidence to always put it out there. And so the week of the wedding, he called me to say that he had a surprise for his soon-to-be bride. He had gone into a professional recording studio and recorded a cover of a song that is super special to the two of them. He sent me the audio, and I was able to include it in the night. It was an absolutely perfect moment. She was super surprised. The crowd loved it. So I love stuff like that, too. If you want to do that, if you're listening to this, you're planning the big day, let me do stuff like that. Man, it is just so super cool when it all comes together. Congratulations again to Sarah and Drew. July 22nd, I was back at Frankenmuth Brewery with Trisha, Corey, and their families and friends. Again, that's a fun word to say and not sound drunk. Brewery, you have to be really careful there or else it sounds like brewery. You don't want that, right? <laughs> but uh, the, these two, man, uh, Trisha and Corey, what a wonderful couple. Uh, they, they trusted the recommendation of the venue, like most do from Frankenmuth Brewery unless they've seen me play, but they trusted the recommendation from the venue to have me be a part of their of their wedding day. And 
It's always an added bonus, I will say, when the party favors for your guests are little shooters of vodka and tequila. You can't go wrong with uh, handing out travel size shots. Not a bad gig. <laughs> Not a bad gig. And I will just say these two were wonderful to work with. Of course, uh, you know, I cherish the time I get to spend with my friends at the Frankenmuth Brewery as well. And so, uh, again, congratulations to, uh, to Tricia and Corey and their family and their friends. Uh, the next morning, I was off to another return spot, one that is quickly becoming my favorite, if not the favorite spot to play. July 23rd, I made the trip out to Ludington, Michigan to celebrate Lauren and Spencer at the Lake House venue. So it should come as no surprise. I've talked about them before on this podcast that Gene and Jeff, owners of the Lake House, they referred me to this amazing couple. And this couple has a, a wonderful beginning, a, 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 the wonderful story to their new life together that I want to share. Now, while the two of them love their individual families and individual family names, they wanted to do something unique. They took their last names and blended them together to create a new last name, which is something I didn't even know was possible, but they did it, and it's amazing. And it actually works because Lauren's last name and Spencer's last name have pretty much some of the same letters in there. And so that was, I guess, the easiest thing for them to do to, to just start this new lineage. And so uh, what a, a great thing for them and an amazing way to start their family. Of course, the setting never disappoints. Lauren and Spencer's crowd certainly didn't disappoint either. Uh, also, you'll want to stay tuned uh, to this podcast, of course, because Gene and Jeff, owners of The Lake House, they'll be joining me in a very near future episode. Uh, Lauren and Spencer, you know how much I love you. It was just an amazing night. Thank you for bringing me back out to Ludington to share your big day with you. Moving into August, August 5th was one of the most wonderfully chill events I have played in recent years. And I have to give a huge shout of thanks to Michelle and Tom for inviting me to play their gorgeous laid-back wedding at the St. Clair Inn in St. Clair, Michigan. Back there, I've played there many times before. Once again, Facebook proved that it's got some powers for good and gave this couple the good idea to choose me for their event. So I'm thrilled they did. They were another couple that didn't let COVID interrupt their love. They decided to elope. And so, the, you know, they scheduled a party with me and obviously everybody else, but it was so much fun, so much fun to just the pressures off from having to worry about the, you know, all of the to do of a ceremony and everything else, just a great day. And, uh, you know, a great way to, uh, to celebrate, uh, as a bonus, their photo booth operator turns out she happens to be another client that I'll be playing for this coming spring. So small world, thank you again, Michelle and Tom. I appreciate you for having me along as well. August 12th and 13th was a tour of the west side of the state. August 12th, I returned to Ludington to party with Angie, Mike, and their families and friends. Spoiler alert, Gene and Jeff must love me or something because, well, they shared the good news with this awesome couple as well. And uh, I got to be back uh, out there on Lake Michigan. Angie and Mike, though, I got to tell you, they brought every ounce of energy you would want at a wedding. And, and because Ludington is a destination spot for me, I will usually stay overnight to avoid the three-hour drive after the event. Now, I happened to stay in the hotel that all of them were at, 
And they invited me down to the hotel's club, uh, bar, lounge place called the Tiki. You're going to hear about the Tiki in Ludington. It's one of the only places open past midnight in Ludington. But they invited me down to party with them. We hung out there uh, for a bit afterwards. It was just so cool to be part of the action, even after I provided most of it for the night. I was truly humbled that they thought enough about me to bring me back down and uh, uh, to have a good time with them there at the Tiki. So what a great time. Again, congratulations to Angie and Mike. Now, normally I don't book a doubleheader where I'm completely out of town for both events, right? I'll, I'll play an out-of-town wedding. I might stay the night, come home, get a quick change, you know, get a new suit, and then head back out. But this was one of those rare weekends in my history where it actually happened, and I had sort of like a mini tour, like a rock band, as it were. August 13th, the next morning, I left Ludington and headed straight to Grand Rapids to a new venue to me called Leona Road, where I celebrated with Maddie and Zach. Now, what's interesting about Leona Road is it is on Leonard Avenue, and it wasn't until recently that I discovered Leona Road is spelled L-E-O-N-A space R-D. For those of you keeping track, that's how you spell the word Leonard. Mm-hmm. Took me that long to figure it out. So smart, those people. How about that? Leona Road. It's an old school. Another one of those places that was repurposed as a wedding venue. Just gorgeous. Uh, totally cool. Middle of a neighborhood and uh, definitely a nice spot to have, a, uh, have an event. Of all the weddings up to this point of the year, this one was probably the nearest and dearest to me. I owe this one, the, the booking of this event at least, to Maddie's father. So the father of the bride, his name is Chuck. And years ago, I worked for a very small mortgage company here in Michigan. You probably never heard of it. It's called Quicken Loans. Well, um, Chuck was one of my sales directors. And, and um, I, I owe a lot to him because he really invested in me when I wasn't willing to invest in myself. I didn't believe in myself. He still, despite my shortcomings, believed in me and gave me an opportunity to be part of his team. And so I definitely, I just felt like I owed it to him to make this event super special for his daughter. I certainly hope I did because yeah, man, this night was a blast. This was an absolute blast. So Maddie and Zach, thank you, Chuck. Thank you. You know, I love you. What a great time. And to round everything out, I had my last double header of the summer in August. August 19th, I was out at Gull Lake Country Club in Richland, Michigan. Another little bit of a hike out there to the western part of the state. But thanks to my pal Danielle McKee of Futitini Events. You got to say it that way. You're, you're, you're not doing it right if you don't say Futitini. Uh, Danielle of Futitini Events, she put me in touch with Annalise and Jake. And uh, Danielle's been a guest on the podcast. Uh, by the way, you'll be hearing her. Uh, yeah, she's going to come back and talk about some things. Actually, the, the stuff I was going to talk about originally for this episode, she's going to join me. We're going to talk about that together. You're going to hear again from her this winter. So, uh, of course, uh, Annalise and Jake. Man, uh, the biggest takeaway about this event is if you ever hear a DJ tell you I'll have everyone dancing all night long. They'll never leave the dance floor. I'm going to tell you right now, you need to let them know that you'll believe it when you see it, okay? This DJ saw it that night <laughs> for whatever reason. Now, listen, I know it's my job to keep people on the dance floor, 
but that also comes with a bit of natural like wanting to be on the dance floor. And for whatever reason, I could not get them to stop dancing. I didn't push it. I didn't force it, but this, they just kept at it for three hours straight. I didn't even dare throw on a slow song just for the sake of playing one. It, it wouldn't have made sense and I would have killed the vibe. I'm not exaggerating when I say that with Annalise and Jake's crowd, I could not do a single drop of wrong with this group. They were so amazing. Such an amazing bookend to the summer, to that weekend, of course. So to Annalise and Jake, thank you. What an amazing night with, with you two and your, your crowd. August 20th took me down to Wyandotte for a return trip to see my friends of Silver Shores Waterfront, where we got to celebrate Kirsten and Michael. Another doubleheader, right? August 19th into the 20th. And um, yeah, Kirsten and Michael, they actually heard about me from two different couples, one that I've, um, I've already played for, and then one that I'm going to play for uh, literally this coming weekend. If you're listening to this, uh, their wedding is this weekend. And it uh, turns out their photographer, by the way, former bride. So how about that for the power of a referral? Huh? I got to work, actually work uh, alongside as a vendor with their photographer who was uh, and is a former bride of Motor City HDJ. So pretty cool when those uh, full circle things uh, happen like that. And, and for a wedding, I will say, Kirsten and Michael, their wedding was a little earlier in the day. And for, for that set of circumstances, your crowd was awesome. They were super engaged, super excited to be there. And so that made my job easy. So congratulations to you two as well. August uh, had to come to an end and it did. It ended back at the lake house in Ludington on the 26th, which was the third of four weddings that I will play there this year. And can you guess who referred me to them? Mm-hmm, that's right. I shouldn't need to say it. But um, Delaney and Cameron, they invited me out there to share their day with them. It was nothing short of perfect. The weather was absolutely gorgeous. It was just the right temperature. The dance floor, again, the place to be. And for all of us staying at the Stearns Hotel once more, we took the after party to the Tiki for a nightcap. So that was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, you know, it's... I don't I don't know. It's like you you couples just enjoy hanging out with this old man or something, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> just because I brought the life of the party to your party, maybe I'm bringing the party to the tiki. I don't know. Uh, but what a great time. Congratulations again to Delaney and Cameron. And all of that brings us into September. Here we are. I'm recording this. It is 18 days into the month. But I hate to I hate to say this and, and I hate that I have to start the recap for September with quite possibly the greatest wedding I've ever played. I'm not trying to oversell it. I'm not trying to exaggerate it. It's true. There's no way around it. If you've booked me for your event, or you're listening to this and I've played your wedding in the past, there's no bla- the, the, the blood is fine. There's no bad blood here. Okay. I appreciate that you chose me for your event. I wouldn't be here without you. I just have to be real. Labor Day weekend, really uh, September 2nd, the day of the wedding, Man, it was, it was a day that will live in my heart forever. This weekend, I will never forget. Rosanna and I traveled a total of, and I did the count because I was watching the meter in the car, 1,350 miles, the longest I have ever driven for a single wedding in a year. We drove 1,350 miles to celebrate with my very dear friends, our very dear friends, Lauren and John at Camp Tonawanda, 
in Hendersonville, North Carolina. If you've heard of Asheville, North Carolina, you're getting pretty close because it's right next door to Hendersonville. But it was definitely a first for me, this experience, but I, I, I certainly hope that it's not the last. And there are many things that make this specific couple so special to me and to Rosanna and to our family. The biggest one, for me at least, is that John stood up for us at our wedding. Now, the craziness here is that I had only known John for a few months when I asked him to be a groomsman in the wedding. I know it, you know, it seems unusual. You know, you didn't know him that long. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's not like we were childhood chums or anything, but we had spent a few months prior, um, you know, so we got married in June of 2010. Before that, in uh, really September through November and December, we did the glory of Christmas at Northridge Church. And he and I had a few scenes together in that. I actually, uh, for one of the very, one of the only times in my life, I had the lead dramatic role in a production. So that was really cool. But he and I had several scenes together and there was just something about him. Ever since then, we don't, you know, it's one of those things. We don't get to see each other a whole lot. um, And that's partly my fault. He has an amazing gig. Uh, If you're into trivia, go downtown to Plymouth and, um, you know, definitely head over to uh, Bearded Lamb Brewing Company or Herman's Old Town Grill. He does trivia there Mondays and Tuesdays. Check him out. uh, Trivia with JR. You can find it on Facebook. Shameless plug. You're welcome, pal. Uh, But yeah, there was just something about John and the energy. And as much as we don't get to see each other, as, as much as I'd like to, you know, he's one of those guys that I can get with him and we can hang out and just pick up right where we left off the last time. So we met his wife, Lauren, for the first time when I DJed a wedding in Traverse City during the uh, what we were hoping to be the tail end of COVID, right? Traverse City had, uh, you know, we had the zones in Michigan, right? And I'm not, I'm not going to go down that path, but you know, we had the COVID zones. Traverse City just happened to be the safest away from everybody. So we headed up there for this wedding that I played. Uh, I brought Rosanna and Brianna with me. And for some reason, Brianna was instantly drawn to Lauren. She had just met her. And that's how we knew this was legit, right? So, um, you know, John being special to me, now having met Lauren. And we've got some family history there. He's very special to my family uh, as well. Uh, very close with my my bonus mom Jenny, who's since passed, but uh, close with my dad, and and now with um, with his wife Karen. And you know, you know, you're special, right? If you've got people coming from all over the country to be at your wedding and to drive there, most people drove to their wedding in North Carolina. Some people flew, but um, you know, my dad and Karen they made the trip from Vero Beach, uh, Florida, just to be there too. So normally, I don't gush about couples. I work with because I do truly love working with each of you for different reasons. But the vibe of this whole wedding weekend, they dubbed it Wedfest. <laughs> it is one that I will never forget. The energy was just so chill. The beer was flowing instinctively like the salmon of Capistrano. We even, uh, Rosanna and I even opted to stay in one of the counselor cabins. Uh, at the camp. It was so much fun, right? So you've got the little lake, you've got the blob. There was just so much to do, so much nature to enjoy. I uh, got to take in one of this, these uh, very beautiful natural waterfalls back there. The ceremony itself was set against the backdrop of the forest. It was officiated by um, our mutual friends, uh, Jen and her wife, Brenda. The party, uh, The party itself was in the camp's dining hall. It just felt like 
the night ended as it was getting started. You know, it was a whirlwind. Once we finally got into the party, it was a whirlwind. But that whirlwind wound down in true camp fashion down by the bonfire. And uh, I just, it was an experience like no other. So to John and Lauren, I will never be able to thank you enough for letting me share this very special day with you, for asking me to be part of it, for asking Rosanna to be part of it. We just hope that every wedding is a wed fest just like yours. So congratulations to John and Lauren. A week later, so the fun never stops for me, right? That's what I do. A week later on September 9th, I was in Pullman, Michigan at another new venue to me called Innisfree Farm. Kayla and Hunter had seen me play for his sister's wedding in Holland. So it was great to be among friends and past clients again. This was one of the rare instances where it didn't stress me out to be in a barn for a wedding reception. It was just such a nice day with the cool cross breeze moving throughout the venue. Plus, most of this crowd had seen me play before. Uh, so <laughs> so much fun uh, that the mother and father of the groom wanted me to continually roast the groom's sister, who is the former bride. And uh, yeah, we... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was so much fun. I, I took a couple uh, well-placed digs that they asked me to, you know, the whole like, um, uh, you know, of all the siblings, this wedding is the most important. Ha ha ha. Right. So I uh, had fun uh, kind of playing the roast game there. But when this uh, when this crowd, because they had seen me play before, they were just ready to get down when it was time. So that was awesome. And I think I finally may have learned the words, I think. I may have finally learned the words to Meatloaf's Paradise by the Dashboard Light. So, congratulations to you two as well. The final wedding, the official summer season final wedding, was this past weekend on September 16th at Fox Hills in Plymouth, uh, Plymouth, Michigan, if you're not familiar. Uh, but yeah, Gabby and Dylan brought me along for their wedding. And, uh, you know, it just kind of, it's one of those things, again, um, the power of the referral, right? This was a friend of the couple that had told them about me. And so I got to be there uh, to share this very special day with them. And, you know, it was one of those, it was really nice that everything, you know, everything was on premise. But the biggest thing for me, the biggest takeaway, and the reason I love this party so much is that when we got into the open dancing, it wasn't that we needed to stretch the night out for four or five hours of open dancing. They really, they did a lot in uh, a short period of time. I think it was just, I clocked the open dancing just under two hours. So that was really for them, for that crowd. I think that was good. That was just enough time. It was a perfect amount of time for them to be able to have fun get to the point, and then leave at a reasonable hour. So to Gabby and Dylan, thank you for letting me share your very special day with you as well there at Fox Hills. And I think I did it. I think I have officially talked about every single wedding that happened this summer. I'm looking at them right now. Yeah, as we come down to it, I am pretty much just at one uh, one wedding a weekend. I've got a couple uh, Alzheimer's events here, but the, the the season is winding down for me, taking it through the fall. It's one a weekend and then done by the middle of November. I've got some time in there for some other family events. I think I've got a family wedding to go to next week and some other things. And so I'm looking forward to some downtime. But to all of you that, all of you in 2023, but more recently, of course, we're talking about the folks this summer. Thank you for 
for, you know, again, letting me, trusting me uh, to be part of your your very big day. So I'm going to continue to do what I love to do, which is this. And I'm going to say no a little bit more because I have to, you know, he's getting older. (laughs) His back's aching a little bit more, Uh, but please don't forget about me. You know where to find me, Facebook, MotorCityHDJ.com. Send me all the people. I would love to play for as many people as I reasonably can uh, within my calendar. I've got a couple more destination places here this year. I'm heading to... um, Oh, let's see. We're headed back to Ludington here pretty soon, headed to Findlay, Ohio, headed to Rockford, uh, just outside Rockford, Illinois, here for the last wedding of the year. So thank you again for all of you that have said yes to me in Motor City HDJ. Remember just to love each other, be kind. Uh, Don't forget to check out the people I've talked about, of course. My sponsor, E2I Design. Register a walk team at alz.org. Check out Barn 1888. And if you're in Plymouth, you like trivia, Check out Trivia with JR. For now, you're DJ Brett Cummins. I'm going to talk to you again real soon. I know it. 